The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now it's time to preview all the weekend's sport. We're joined by Off the Ball's Kathleen McNamee. Kathleen, good morning. Morning, Pat. Um, the Six Nations gets uh, underway and uh, a tasty encounter in Wales for all sorts of reasons. Very tasty encounter. Uh, so we have Johnny Sexton. The will he play, won't he play question has been answered. He is lining out as captain of the team. Um, potential for him to overtake Ronan O'Gara's scoring record at the weekend or the following weekend. So it just shows how lucky we have been over the years with having yeah the two of them the legacy that they have both and the left. underlying drama of the snub by Warren Gatland of uh, uh, of the Lions team when he did not take Johnny Sexton and now admits well maybe that was a mistake yeah it's very Warren Gatland sort of weak in that he either goes in hard or he compliments you and when he starts complimenting you I get a little bit worried about what yeah. he might have up his sleeve it's a relatively old Welsh team though um, I think if it hadn't been a World Cup year he may have tried some of the, the younger talent but I think because he's had such a limited time in the run into it he's going for the ones that he knows and trusts. Ireland is like pretty unchanged. The big one would probably Furlong hasn't recovered yet from a calf injury. Um, so it's a first ever Six Nations start for Finlay Bealham, which is quite a yeah. success for him considering how long he has been playing. Okay, we are the opener. Then England uh, take on Scotland uh, later on in the afternoon tomorrow. And then Sunday, uh, we've got uh, Italy uh, inviting France to Rome. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, it's going to be a, a great weekend. Uh, Casey Taylor and Crow Park. Yeah, so this has blown up over the last couple of days. Eddie Hearn gave an interview to Ariel Helwani, who's a MMA boxing journalist where he said that uh, oh, I really wanted Katie Taylor to play at Croke Park and but it's too expensive and it's three times more expensive than Wembley the GA have come out and very strongly hit back at this as have the heads of uh, Croke Park saying that they've documented every single conversation that they've had with Eddie Hearn they haven't talked to him since before Christmas uh, they say that uh, for he said that Crow Park rental is about four hundred thousand euro. Wembley, which apparently is very much less expensive, is about two hundred eighty one thousand to three hundred thirty seven thousand. So it's not really the three time figure that we've seen from Eddie Hearn. Obviously, there are issues with the weekend they want to play. We have the Champions Cup final on in the Aviva. There's yeah. going to be a lot of policing going to that. So it probably will end up in a smaller venue like the Three Arena which is only 9,000 capacity. I, I heard a ludicrous call yesterday from a politician about the government should pay Eddie Hearn you know the difference. I may, I, there's so many things the government is expected to do but becoming co-promoter with Eddie Hearn I think is the most ludicrous thing I've heard in a long time. It's definitely not like I mean Eddie Hearn doesn't need any more money the man has enough um, what we want to see with this prize pot is Katie Taylor and if it is Amanda Serrano she's boxing this weekend if it is her facing the, that's where the prize pot should go I think there probably is a more nuanced take to it that the government should be involved in these sort of conversations because they are the ones that are going to benefit from like the tourism and the, yeah, yeah, the hype be, and all that sort of stuff this is a professional to, sport oh but they don't have to pay anyone They, but <laughs> I just think they have to be involved in the negotiations because at the end of the day Jack Chambers was massively involved in the negotiations in the first place to get this box now the Alliance Hurling League returns and we have more football as well well, um, some uh, very interesting clashes uh, this weekend, although we keep saying it's only the league and who knows. Yeah, exactly. Who does know? Uh, so for in the Hurling, we have Wexford facing Galway in Division 1 Group A, Cork Limerick, that's on a Parky Cueve. And then we also have in Group B, Antrim and Kilkenny, Tipperary and Leash. There's loads of other uh, fixtures happening across the country. I think 
last weekend has just shown how much interest there actually is in the league this week with the changes yeah. to the club structures. So it's going to be good. I'm excited to see the return okay. of Intercounty. I mean, it, it, just looking at uh, the football fixtures, Meath and Clare, we want to see if, if Meath will continue the winning streak of one. <laughs> um, we've got Kildare and Cork. We've Galway and Roscommon. We've uh, Tyrone and uh, Donegal. We've Kerry and Monaghan. Uh, uh, Armagh and Mayo. There's loads of interesting ones. There's loads of interesting ones and a lot of them are being shown on TG Cahir and then there'll be high highlights across different shows as well so mm. definitely worth checking out Now the uh, Premier League returns after cup action uh, what's to look forward to? Uh, so the big game of the weekend is probably Tottenham versus City we have Antonio Conte having surgery this week on his gallbladder so he probably won't be on the sidelines uh, but City have had like a bit of a up and down time Tottenham really needs some points on the board we also have Newcastle facing West Ham Wolves versus Liverpool United are taking on Crystal Palace Everton uh, tra- or at Arsenal at Everton and then Chelsea are playing Fulham with That's all... That's tonight, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, with all their hundreds of millions of pounds new signings. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so much sport this weekend. Uh, and then uh, so, sort of non- active sporting news which is about the sponsorship of the Women's uh, World Cup in the Antipodes in the summer. Yeah, so this was an exclusive by The Guardian during the week that Saudi tourism will be one of the main sponsors of the Women's World Cup so they'll be joining the likes of Visa, Coca-Cola, all those big names. Uh, Now the Australian and the New Zealand FAs have both written to FIFA seeking urgent clarification for this because they had no idea that was going to be the case. Several people who act as ambassadors for the World Cup has come out speaking against it because obviously, you know, there's a lot of issues when it comes to feminism and misogynistic treatment of women in Saudi Arabia. And for yeah, them, I mean, to recently being allowed by the Crown Prince to drive without the presence of a male uh, sitting beside them, but still huge restrictions on on the kind of work they may do, and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, and even with the driving, it's not fully enforced at the moment. It's still quite controversial, and several of the people who uh, were activists for that have uh, found themselves in jail for various other minor misdemeanors and stuff so it, it's a very controversial thing if FIFA do go ahead with it it'll be interested to see what their response is it's been a couple of days mm. now and they still haven't It's interesting with Live Golf and all of uh, that controversy and then I heard someone say yesterday on one of the programmes that uh, at least in women's golf the prize money is the same in Saudi Arabia as it is for men <laughs> It's quite the line. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure whether it's defence of Saudi tourism, but anyway, uh, that one I suspect will run and run uh, right up to the the opening of the tournament, unless... Unless they come out and say something sooner. Yeah, and say something sooner. Which is unlikely knowing FIFA. (laughs) Kathleen, thank you very much for joining us. Kathleen McNamee from Off The Ball. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.